listeners, I am super excited to share with you a special bonus episode that we have this week. Uh, we interviewed Jennifer Aldrich, a board member of the Adventurous Club of the Americas and one of the organizers of the Miss Fisher Con. She came onto the show to tell us about the con and also to tell us about her adventures traveling to Australia to be an extra in the upcoming film, Miss Fisher and the Crypt of Tears. So I'm super excited to share this interview with you. So without further ado, here is our chat with Jennifer. Good afternoon. You guys are good morning still to me. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're two o'clock here, but. Uh... I actually got confused and thought we were talking to you at 11 o'clock our time. And then I was like, all right, I'll be at your house at 10. And Genevieve was like, okay. Uh, why? <laughs> I was like, sure, I'll make you breakfast. And then I was like, gosh, that must be really early for her. I don't know. <laughs> yep. But yeah, thanks for thanks for chatting with us and telling us a little bit more about Miss Fisher Con. We're very excited, obviously. So yeah, excited to learn more about it and share with our listeners more about Miss Fisher Con. Yeah, you're our first ever well, podcast guest. Yeah. <laughs> I am I am I am happy to uh, to be the uh, the first time uh, first timer and um, and I'm it's great to be on your show and um, we have a lot of exciting things going on so at Miss FisherCon uh, headquarters and there's going to be some announcements coming out this week so I Ooh. wanted to make sure that I got to uh, talk to you before your uh, next uh, broadcast or awesome. podcast. um well could you start just just for everyone who's going to be listening by introducing yourself telling us a little bit more about what you do with at the adventurous club and um yeah as a as a fan of miss fisher yeah so uh my name is jennifer aldridge and i am a board member on the adventurous club of the americas which is the group that produces miss fisher con and we started out as just a bunch of uh, women wanting to get together and meet each other. We had been chatting online for a while. And then we all, and then somebody said, why don't we have a con? And so we started having a, uh, we started doing a con. And then we, after the first one in Las Vegas, we looked at it and went, huh, I think we actually need to be a little more official. <laughs> we became... We became a 501c7 nonprofit, uh-huh. so we are a uh, not-for-profit corporation, and uh, a 501c7 is a social club, so um, that means we're not tax-deductible, unfortunately, but <laughs> um, but we do have a not-profit, uh, not-for-profit status, okay. so that helps us get get things done. Yep. And we produce Miss FisherCon. Uh, this will be our third year um, in San Jose, and mm-hmm. the reason we chose San Jose was because because we're not for profit, we have a membership and the membership votes on the different regions of the country to where as to where to have it. And then we have a, um, a host cities are selected kind of like the Olympics, you know, they the people put in their bids and then they do a host, um, a host city and we decide on it from there um, based on you know, what's available event planning wise and, mm-hmm. and all of that sort of stuff. And then so this um, this coming year uh, at Miss FisherCon, we always have a general membership for uh, for the members. The membership meeting is held during the Saturday of the con. Mm-hmm. And so this time we will be voting on the region ahead of the con itself. So we'll be doing all of that online. 
and then we will have um, and then we will announce you know which region and then everybody will be able to send in their bids right after Ms. FisherCon. Okay. Um, and then we're going to um, we've eliminated region one which is all of the west coast states because we we decided that three years in the west coast was you know west coast has has had its turn yeah. as, as people who live on the east yeah, coast so you know. yeah <laughs> so for for the your listeners on the east coast yeah. midwest and south um it's up for grabs so um and best way to, and the best way to have a say in it is to become a member um it's 40 dollars annual membership and that gets you all sorts of exclusive stuff um and information and then uh it's good for one year and then you get to vote on where the where the Miss Fisher cons happen. Cool, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, can you tell us a few highlights of what's happening at Miss Fisher Con this year? We're we have this is the first time we're going, so we're really excited to be there. And yeah, what are the what are the exciting highlights from this year? So, well, first of all, we're excited we're excited to have you and to have the live uh, live recording of the podcast. And, yeah. Um, and so we. So San Jose is um, my home area. I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area, and so this is uh, this is kind of my chance to show off the area to everybody. Um, so it's going to be at the Westin San Jose, which was um, originally the St. Clair Hotel. It's an Art Deco hotel, and we pretty much have the place to ourselves. Uh, but um, tickets are still available, but they're going fast, so. If you have if you haven't done it yet, this is my plug. If you haven't done it yet, <laughs> get on MissFisherCon.com and and uh, come join us. Um, and there's a lot of uh, great stuff around the San Jose area that isn't isn't all high tech. Um, so <laughs> even though that's the heart of the Silicon Valley, right, right. Um, and we're going to be having um, so the 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 con itself. The, the sessions will be everything from the history of the Hispano Suiza to um, a session on poisons, um, psychology, and um, and Freine and Dr. Freud. And, <laughs> That'll be interesting. Um, and then so there and there's um, also a, a special guest that will be announced later this week. Ooh! <laughs> Can't wait. So, um, that's that's all I. Say right now. Okay. I was not. I I checked and I was not given the okay <laughs> just yet. But okay. we, do have, okay. we do have a special guest uh, who is coming, and we're going to, um, you know, take a look at. Uh, and then of of course because of the Kickstarter and the movie, there's all of the excitement about uh, about Miss Fisher and the Crypt of Tears, and um, so we're sharing. We're all sharing in the excitement because at the end of the day, we're all fans. All so right. oh yeah. Know, producers uh producers attendees of the show all alike so we get uh there's a lot of special treats and then on the saturday night after the official convention is over is uh the curse of the black scarab which will be a uh, murder mystery event that's completely immersive and it's going to be happening on the grounds of the rosicrucian egyptian museum which is just a a short jaunt from from the hotel and it's the largest collection of egyptian um ancient egyptian items on the west coast 
um, and they have beautiful grounds. Um, they have native to, uh, they, they try to make it look as much like ancient Egypt mm-hmm. would have looked. So the temples and the, um, and everything and, and the, um, immersive experience will be, um, taking place. There will be a mystery that we have to solve and, uh, you know, Jack and Franny can't join us, but we're all going to be uh, deputized and become detectives. And so, so <laughs> I love it. It's going to be in it's going to be in small groups, so mm-hmm. everybody will have a chance to really interact and try and solve the puzzles. And um, we do everything in a very rushed hour, but you can you can do that do that hour and then head to dinner afterwards, mm-hmm. or you can go to dinner before and then head to the murder mystery. So you know if you can't. If you can't do uh, solve the murder mystery on an on an empty stomach, you know, if you're a little more Jack, then, <laughs> <laughs> then I suggest going to dinner first. <laughs> Got it. All right. And how do you buy tickets for that event? So when you um, when you sign up for right now, it's only uh, available to those who are attending the con. Um, so when you buy tickets for the con, you will then be put on um, the list, and then on the website, it will then become available. Um, uh, to uh, register for that and then you you need to put in your reservation time um, because we have very small groups and they're set at their their times and once we've sold out for that we've sold out so so (laughs) there's still some evening times available but when but when you go in you'll you'll get your tickets and reserve your time and then you're all set awesome awesome cool We're really looking forward to it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like I heard I heard you mention on the previous episode that yeah. you wanted to do a murder mystery and I was like, Oh well, guess what? We got one for you. Yes. <laughs> well, I actually did one recently, like I think much on a much smaller scale at just at a party. Um and everyone really loves it. Like some people were kind of skeptical going in, like, what's this gonna be like? But then it was so fun. At once like once it got going, everybody was really into it and yeah. yeah. So I'm looking forward to um, you know, yeah. doing a murder mystery game with uh, murder mystery fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is and this is an uh, extra special because the producers of the event is a group called League of Thirteen Entertainment, and they have done uh, the Halloween um, the Halloween events for the Winchester Mystery House, um, which is you know a very local big a big deal. Um, but they are um, they're creating a game that that they can then produce at different, you know, historic homes and, and places where a murder mystery party would be really like you look around and go, oh, murder yeah. mystery party would be really cool here. <laughs> so they you can actually do a game at one of these at one of these locations. And so we are the one of the test cases for this okay. for how to do this on so we're helping we're helping them out as much as as much as they're no. you know helping us out by having this event but um they're they've already done they've already done a full test and so ours is the like final dress rehearsal we'll put it that way but awesome. um but everything is going to be um i went around with uh peter overstreet who's the producer of of league of 13 and um, we walked around the grounds of the Rosicrucian, and it's it's going to be a blast. Um, oh, it seems like a <laughs> perfect really setting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, 
Aside from the con, we're also, uh, we're, we wanted to just ask you like what your Miss Fisher story is. Like, how did you get uh, involved with the fandom? So I started, I started actually with uh, Downton Abbey, watching Downton Abbey mm-hmm. on PBS and then wanted to watch more of it afterwards. And the, um, you know, Netflix, I went looking on Netflix and then Netflix said, well, if you like Downton Abbey, you might also like this. And and I left Miss Fisher on my on my list of stuff to watch for the longest time before uh-huh. actually watching it. <laughs> but then, but then when I finally did it, um, I then got on to um, uh, I watched it straight through, binged the whole thing, um, and then binged it again and looked at all the costuming, and and then thought, hmm, I wonder if there is any fan fiction for this, <laughs> and because I had been um, looking at fan fiction for another, uh, uh, you know, another group. And so I went looking and found this treasure trove of stuff. And <laughs> so then I started commenting on some of the ones that were, that, you know, uh, I liked best. And from that got into an online writing group. And um, then it just all sort of like blossomed out of that. Um, so there's, there's a lot of the, different internet groups for Miss Fisher. Um, you know, there's a, there's a large group on Facebook. There's a, there's one on Tumblr. There's, um, and we, you know, we all managed to find each other. So <laughs> it's, um, it's been, um, it's been really great. And, and I, you know, my husband has seen it. My son has seen it. And he's like, okay, which one are you watching this week? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, one of the things that we're most excited about at the con is meeting the people because we love since especially since launching the podcast, like interacting with people who listen or other fans. It's going to be so exciting to meet people in person. So that's definitely yeah. it's a very vibrant online community, but it's awesome that the con exists because then we can interact in person. So really looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to and I want to say for for um, people who have never been to a convention before, uh, you know, a fan convention, Miss FisherCon is is like other fan conventions and it isn't it's a very um boutique sort of experience and because we have so many attendees who have never been to cons before it became more sort of a um uh, you know like oh i'm finally putting faces to names yeah. after you know talking to you online and it became this much more of a community um which is which is really wonderful and that's something that don't want to ever change and we hope never does um but it it's also you know it's a convention in that you know we get together we have sessions all of that but but it's more of a a, a community-based sort of thing so when we went from las vegas where we had 60 people to portland which is where we went last year um in portland oregon and it was um about 150 people and there were so many though from the original uh, convention who were like, oh, it's so good to see you again. It was like the first day back at school, you know. It's great to meet you finally. And, and, and I'm so glad you came to this one. And, and so it's, it's that kind of um, community and everybody's very welcoming. And so uh, you both are going to have a great time. Oh yeah. We're really looking forward to it for sure. Yeah. We're yeah. really excited. Um, <laughs> 
And speaking of doing things in person, we know that you went to Australia to be part of the filming for Miss Fisher and the Crypt of Tears as your uh, part of your involvement with a Kickstarter campaign. So we we're hoping you could talk a little bit about that as well. We know obviously yeah. you probably there are probably a lot of things you can't talk about, but anything that you can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I will I will just you know skip it and say NDA here because <laughs> they they did actually make a signed non disclosure agreement, no. so I'm you know sworn to secrecy. But um, there, um, so I was actually the uh, plus one of uh, Marty Acker, who is also um, an adventurous, a fellow adventurous with me. And she, um, she was, uh, had come into, had come into some and, and decided to give it to uh, this Kickstarter thing as a gift to herself for her birthday. And um, she called me and said, um, so I'm thinking I'm going to do the ex- be an extra in the movie and um, you can bring a plus one. Do you want to be my plus one? And before she got the question out, I said yes. So, <laughs> so yes, yes, yes. I don't, you know, we didn't, we didn't know when it was going to be. We didn't know, you know, how we were going to get there, anything like that. We didn't care. Just yes. You know, you don't... It, these opportunities don't come along often, so you're going to take them when they do. Mm-hmm. And and um, so we flew to Australia and um, in November, and they were uh, they were filming, and we um, flew together. Um, we left from Los Angeles to to Melbourne uh, direct flight, and um, we figured that we were probably going to be that it was really good sign to start off with because. We met, um, we were uh, in baggage claim, and we met John Barrowman from uh, Doctor Who, Jack Harkness from Doctor Who and Torchwood, who was on our flights. Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we got, so, you know, it was also a test for us to go, okay, how, how do you react in front of celebrities? Are you okay, <laughs> or do you just completely lose it? And so... <laughs> So that was my test, and I think I passed pretty well. But we got a, we got a picture with him. I sent it to my husband, and he said he said, you know, you were I sent you off. Uh, you uh, you went off to Australia to meet a guy who plays a character named Jack. That was not the one I thought you were going to meet. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's funny. Um, but we so we stayed in um we stayed in Yarraville, which is a suburb right outside of um outside of Melbourne and it's where the every cloud offices are the the production company um it's also nearby where Carrie Greenwood who wrote all of the books uh lives um we toured around a lot of the locations that they had used in the series like the Abbotsford convent that's used in um in Unnatural Habits, which I know you guys haven't gotten to yet um <laughs> but, but looking uh, forward to that one yeah. it's a favorite yeah I I well it's 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 an it's an intense experience. It was really intense um, because where the the actual laundries were um, is is kind of like um, it's almost like walking to a concentration camp. You know oh, wow. that you get that you get that same sense yeah. of the ghosts are still present. Um, but there's but there were other places that were uh, amazing. And when we finally um, we were traveling with um, a uh, local who is actually in Melbourne, who's one of the admins for the Facebook group. 
And we had met her in Portland. And so she took us around to all of the other um, sites. And we went to the Brighton bathing boxes that they use in uh, Queen of the Flowers. And we went to um, Luna Park, which is um, at Deadweight, you know, the, yeah. and we, we actually rode on the scenic railway. Yes! <laughs> and, um, and then got to Wardlow, uh, which is the house, uh, Franny's house. And it was, I didn't expect it to be, but it was kind of a religious experience. It was like, yeah. I, I'm here. I'm finally at Franny's house. And, and, you know, I started to tear up and we all started oh, to tear up, you yeah. know, and, um, and then we went to the, uh, and then we went to the, I'm not going to remember the full name of this thing, but it's the Fitzroy uh, cricket football tennis grounds. And that's, it's where they um, did Mark for murder. And oh, yeah. so it's, it's a much smaller um, uh, uh, footy grounds. Um, but we sat up in the stands and, and, you know, looked out and, and uh, it was, um, yeah, so we saw a lot of amazing places. Um, and then the producers of um, uh, the producers at Every Cloud um, had all of the Kickstarter extras together. Um, mm -hmm. And we went to Como House, which is used a couple of times. Uh, the first time you see it, though, it's used for um, uh, Charlie's mom's house in um, uh, Murder at the Green Mill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's that's uh, used, and then it's and then the side yard is used again during um, uh, uh, during the the one with the uh, uh, blood money, and and it's used and it's used for the grounds when they're having the the uh, the doctors are having the meet up with um, with the you know old ladies trying to get their money. Uh, right. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Or veterans. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So um, so that's that's also Como House. Well, we had we had tea there as a group, and they have a little restaurant inside what was the old stables mm -hmm. um, at this estate. And um, Carrie Greenwood was there, oh, and cool. yeah, and she was she was absolutely amazing. She um, called everybody darling, and she was just the sweetest lady. And I got um, and my best moment was the forehead kiss of benediction. You know, just like just like Franny kissed Dot in the first yeah. episode, she gave me a forehead kiss too, and just said, "said You're so sweet, darling," and you know, kissed me on the forehead, and I thought, "Okay, I have now been blessed." And, <laughs> you know, I love that. So, so it's um, it was it was really a, a a wonderful experience, and then um, a few of our other traveling companions are actually going to be uh, at Miss FisherCon and talking about all of the locations. Mm -hmm. Um, because they went to some that we that we didn't go to, um, but uh, uh, like the Syena, the, the the yacht that's used in the tennis episode, um, and so a few other locations, and um, and so you'll get to hear all about that um, at uh, at Ms. Fisher Con. And then when we actually got to do uh, got to do the. the day for the movie it was a very long day um and i can't talk about anything else about that except to say that um there is a picture of me on um on instagram of from the every cloud account on instagram so i can talk about only as much as you can see in that picture 
<laughs> I figured that's that's the that's the limit of my authorization. So so we are ballroom dancing. And yes, I've seen this picture. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we are ballroom dancing, and and my um my partner was actually a paid extra because he was um as you might imagine there were there were quite a few more women than men of the of the extras so they had really, bring, <laughs> really? I know <laughs> shocking. um but uh, so they had to bring in a few guys uh as paid extras to sort of even up the numbers um but that said the there are as many adventurers in uh, the adventurous club uh, as well. So, so guys, you're not out of it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And um, actually one of, uh, one of them was a guy named Nathan that we met. um, And he was one of the Kickstarter event. uh, He was one of the Kickstarter extras. And so he, he was just there. Um, and then the next day we were in the, uh, the Royal suite at the Windsor, um, which is from cocaine blues. And so we had Nathan leaning on you know, a Nathan leaning on, uh, leaning on the mantle in the Windsor <laughs> just because we could. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, and, uh, and it was, you know, so our, uh, dance partners, um, were it was a great guy named Nick. Uh, he's from Ballarat. Um, and, um, and we, during breaks and things, you know, because if you, um, for anybody who's never been a movie extra before, it's a lot of sit around and wait. <laughs> it's a very long day. Um, you get made up, you have to, you know, stay made up and in your costume all day. Um, but you're, going to hurry up do the scene and then okay we don't need you for an hour and a half you know so there's a lot of sitting around and chatting and uh so i got into a conversation with them about footy which is a national religion and (laughs) they have their very definite opinions about everything and it was it was fabulous so um and then the one other story i think um i think that i can tell we we went as a group to um to see Anthony Sharp who assess um mm-hmm. to see his band uh that is called Battlestar Acoustica which is an awesome band name <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we went to see uh, we went to see him and he was playing at one of the pubs inside a this large casino and so um we went to see him and he was and he and Travis McMahon were our first VIP guests at the first Miss Fisher con. Mm-hmm. So we, um, you know, we had stayed in communication with him and I said, okay, so prepare for an American invasion. And, um, and you know, all of these Americans are going to be coming. And so he, you know, said something, um, he said something about it. Uh, and then uh, later on when more of the crowd started to come in, they had been coming in from the Melbourne cup, which was the, um, uh, the big race. It's like the Kentucky Derby. Okay. Um, and so everybody's all dressed up and, you know, they've got the big fascinators and hats and everything, but you know, they're all there to get drunk and have a good time. Well, a crowd full of drunk Australians dressed to the nines and Battlestar Acoustica plays eighties and nineties cover songs. So they sang, <laughs> Um, Men at Works down under to to this crowd who sang it right back at them. And <laughs> it was the most Australian moment I could have possibly had. 
<laughs> Amazing. Sounds like a pretty fun time. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was really great, and and we um, we did get to see uh, we did get to see Essie, um, and I can I can at least I can't say more about it except to say that she did that she did say thank you to all of us as a group and was very. Uh, was extremely gracious about the whole thing and just said, you know, thank you. We couldn't have done this without you. And, mm-hmm. and, and um, we're very glad you're, you're here and you all made the trip. So that was, that was a really, uh, a really great moment. Yeah. And you get, are, are you going to Australia for the premiere of the movie, right? Uh, no, there was actually two packages. Um, oh, okay. One, one of them included the going to the premiere um, and one did not. And, uh, I don't know that I'm going to uh, be allowed to go. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I I had, so when I went to Australia in November was also my son's birthday and it was my son's 11th birthday. Uh. So his Harry Potter birthday. um, And I was in Australia to miss it. So um, we're heading next week to Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So that was my way to make it up to him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a a pretty good way to make it up, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we can't wait to find out when, because we, you know, we saw that the film was going to be released in select theaters in the U.S., so we can't wait to right. find out if it will be released in Boston or not. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. So, so I know I, I, the, what I do know about that is that because Acorn bought the, the rights mm-hmm. to the U.S., um, they're going to release it uh, much in the same way that they released uh, Roma on Netflix, so it can be under you know, potentially under Oscar consideration and awards consideration. Um, so limited release generally means New York, LA. Um, mm. And yeah, but but we will then see it on our screens, uh, you know, on our TV screens right after. So um, however, if New York and LA are successful, then they, then they would, you know, it would be in their best interest mm. to make it a wider audience. So we'll, we'll see, you know, Hopefully. pack the theaters, everybody. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we had a couple of other questions for you. Um, we wanted to just ask you what your favorite episode of the show is, if you have a favorite. Oh, <laughs> um, well, I knew you would ask and I had to, I had to pin it down to, to, too um my favorite just my favorite just fun episode and you know i'm having a bad day i need to watch a fun miss fisher is dead air um yes. that's mm-hmm. that's that's my favorite and then um and then my other favorite just for the quality of it and everything is um a natural habits yes. mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's the best um it's uh, stays very close to the book uh, you know or elements of book mm-hmm. and and also because I've now been to the Abbotsford convent and and actually stood in the hallway you know and all of that uh all of that stuff it it has more meaning for me now yeah I think going back to dead air the sweater that Jack wears well I think we have seen that seen other other guys wear that sweater. I can't remember what it is and and I know that I'm going to get I know that I'm gonna get emails from the online <laughs> community going, How could you fail us and not know, you know, pinpoint it right off? But but we yeah, just, I think that sweater gets used again. I know the tie does. The, the gold tie does. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Does he wear it in the Christmas episode? 
He has uh, a sweater that he wears maybe, in that episode too. Yeah, I think I think maybe, but it, it's but it's worn by somebody else. <laughs> oh, okay. And the gold yeah. tie is worn by somebody else. It's mm-hmm. like you know they they put all of their budget onto Franny's wardrobe right. and everybody else's gets recycled. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, do you have a favorite Franny outfit? Oh, um, I think. Um, other than the cockfighting robe, which I am trying, been trying to find. Um, <laughs> I think the, that's Essie's favorite too. I think she's quoted uh, yeah, as saying that's her favorite costume. Yeah, uh, it's it's gorgeous. It's silk it's and, you know, and, and fabulous. Um, I think actually the break and enter outfit, her break and enter outfit, the black know, beret, the black beret. Um, uh, one of one of the um, one of my online friends and I have been on a quest that we have recently been successful on finding this, this beret or something close to it. So um, we have been, we have been looking for break and enter beret for about two years now. (laughs) And finally recently found a, a Kangol hat that is very, very similar to it. So, uh, so, you know, mission accomplished. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And then our last one is, do you have a, a favorite scene in the whole show, like, do you have one scene that you love the most? Um, um, uh, a Jack and Franny scene or just whole scene? Um, well, I personally would choose a Jack and Franny scene, but if you, any, any scene really. Okay. Um, I think I, I would have to say for, for the Jack and Franny scene, the gaudy night with the tie. Um, oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> agreed. The, the intense the sexual tension is off the chart for that. Um, yeah, but I think my favorite line in the entire series is in Unnatural Habits when Mary says, um, when Mary says to Phryne, um, "This is the factory foreman's idea, not mine." Yeah, and it's my favorite. And it's my favorite because she says in that one line, everything that you need to know about her situation, you know, Mm -hmm. that this was, that she was probably raped. It was, you know, definitely she didn't want to be an unwed mother. And so the fact that she's here is not her fault. So, um, and, but she doesn't have to say all of that. All she has to say is that one line. And it's just like, that is beautiful, elegant writing and dialogue right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I think we also wanted to ask you um, if you'd seen uh, Miss Fisher's Modern Mysteries yet. We haven't we haven't watched it no. yet, but have you checked that out? Yeah, I I have I I have only seen um, certain, um, uh, you know, little like everything that everybody's seen on yep. um, on Instagram and on social media. Um, so, yeah, no, I will be I will be looking forward to watching it on Acorn when uh, when we get back and um and uh, I thought about keeping my VPN from Australia to try and, you know, see if I could watch it early, but it didn't <laughs> quite work the way I wanted it to. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's probably pirated if I did do it that way. So. Right, right. Yeah. But soon, I think it's the 29th it's released. Yes, on Acorn, it's the 29th so. in the U.S. Um, and, and it's on Acorn. And, um, and there's the, one of the great things about, about it what uh, for for us uh, and uh, you know particularly for the adventuresses is, is that um, they had they have the adventurous it's called the adventuresses club of the antipodes and it it was they told us that it was 
is inspired by the Adventuress's Club of the Americas. So even though even though the original Adventuress's Club from right. Blood and the Wheel, um, which is where we get our name, but um, the fact that they're calling it the Adventuress's Club of the Antipodes is is inspired by us, and that was that was just like really that's wow, awesome. you know, that's <laughs> really cool. So yeah, the the best thing about this particular fandom is the relationship that the fans have with with every cloud you know mm-hmm. there isn't a whole lot of there isn't a whole lot of well you can you know only use this in certain situations and this is you know i mean they 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 give us a lot more freedom than you know other other larger fandoms would do um so and we you know deb and fiona the, the and their whole team uh very grateful to, to all of them which is actually a very small group by the way <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. So there's there's like people who answer all of those emails. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's it's um I'm so I'm really looking forward to it too. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I need to stop actually looking at the um Instagram account for Modern Mysteries because I'm getting like spoilers that I don't want. <laughs> like oh, I haven't I haven't seen that yet and I don't know if I wanted to know that that happens, but <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you again for talking to us. And we're really excited about the con. Looking forward to meeting you in person. But yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. Me too. And thank you so much for having me on the show. And just, uh, you know, one last little plug, because I got to do my job. Yes, of and course. They, um, go to MissFisherCon.com and register now for uh for the convention if you um if you want to become a member of the adventurous club of the americas and become a um and become a voting member the membership is forty dollars and then you get a special discounted rate to the con of two hundred dollars and it's 250 for uh non-members and then uh we have uh 45 dollars to attend the curse of the black scarab event um after you register for the con so uh, <laughs> there um we are tickets are still available but they're going fast so get on and register today All right. yeah sign up <laughs> cool